Hey, happy birthday. Who's excited to be turning five? That's the best number I've celebrated in quite some time. <laughs> hey, you'll notice things are a little bit different this morning. And before we get into the next part, I just want to make sure that you all know that after the service, there is free coffee from a, from a coffee cart. So make sure you put your orders in if you haven't already. Um, there's pancakes with like cream and sauces and all sorts of yummy stuff like that. Um, no squirting the cream directly into mouth into your mouth, young adults, please, or at each other, okay? Right, just the only rule. Um, yeah, we'll just maybe, maybe if we supervise the children when it gets to that point. Um, there is unsweetened spray cream too, if you're worried about how much sugar your children or your spouses are having. Uh, <laughs> and there's cake, which we're going to do deal with that a bit later. But we would, um, we would love to just get you to, to turn your eyes to the screen for a bit of a highlights reel. And then after that, we're going to have a bit of a panel looking back and looking forward. Hooray. Uh, that was from our third birthday. And if you recall, we were um, in little, I think we had 50 bubbles. So we were meeting at homes. And then Emma called me up and said, can I bring some young adults and a cake around to celebrate our third birthday? And I said, sure. And we quickly found some candles and found some birthday decorations, and, and uh, that was pretty fun. Actually, through that whole video, you would have seen uh, that sort of it tells a very quick story of the history of the church. Um, so the 9th of September 2018 was our first service at the Lincoln High School Hall, uh, and I do remember that most of the setup footage from that video was on the Saturday. The, all those boxes, right, those big black cases and stuff, they arrived on Friday afternoon. <laughs> And we had all the gear just sitting at church, just waiting. We had, it was just like, this is not going to happen, not going to happen. And then I think, Tim, you end up having to drive to the, to customs or something like that to actually <laughs> go collect them. It's like we couldn't wait for delivery because we needed them right now. So that was pretty fun. Uh, then the next sort of change you would have seen in the, in the photos, we moved from the hall, suddenly we're in homes again at the beginning of 2020. So that was online for three months, and then we were... Uh, June 2020, we had an all-in service, and then the 21st of June 2020, there was a photo there from our first service at Lincoln Event Center, which was pretty cool. Uh, and then a year later, almost to the day, there was a photo of Ben and Julia's last service, and then Joe and my first service, and then six weeks later, we were back online again, in lockdown again. Um, and then in September 2021, so two years ago, uh, we were back into bubbles, back at the high school, so that's why the high school showed up again. Who loves the blue cheers? Who misses the blue cheers? Anybody missing the blue cheers? Nobody's missing the blue cheers. Uh, and then in January 22, we went back to the event center because the rules changed for them, so we are allowed to use it. And then, of course, in February 22, we were back online again, <laughs> so back home, hooray! Um, and then in March, we, we re uh, started moving into the office, so we showed some footage, pictures there of knocking some walls down. Uh, it was the first time we've had a midweek sort of presence uh, in Lincoln. And then in May 2022, we started back at the event centre, and that's where we have been for the last uh, year and a half, which is really cool. Plus the photos in there, of course, from March this year when we purchased that piece of land on Springs Road and the new office there, which we've been in since the beginning of May. So that's our brief history of sort of where we've been without getting into any details of people, because of course, and amongst all of that, there were Mother's Days and Father's Days and Christmases, and there were engagements, and there were babies, some born on bathroom floors. Um, there were times of loss as well, and grief, and all sorts of things that have happened in this very eventful five years. But there has been one thing that we really feel has been consistent. 
and that is the faithfulness of God. And that we've seen him provide time and time again. That might happen a couple of times by the sounds of things. I'll probably jump every time. <laughs> we've seen him make a way through circumstances every time. You know, when I just give you those lists of where we've been because we had to, but also we were able to. Right? We were able to go online. We were able to go back to the school hall when the event center wasn't available. We were go able to go back to the event center once the rules changed. All of these things that we were able to have uh, that God provided away time after time after time. And so today we celebrate our fifth birthday and we want to mark this occasion by looking back with thankfulness for what God has done and looking forward in faith to what he's going to do. And this is really a biblical pattern. It parties with God's idea. Did you know that? Um, and like right through the uh, Old and New Testament, you see examples of this. And in the book of Joshua, there's a time we read how God stopped the waters of the Jordan River so that the people could cross over and go into the promised land. And God told Joshua to take 12 stones from the middle of the dry riverbed and to set them up over the other side as memorial stones or remembrance stones to mark that moment. And we read in, in Joshua chapter 4, it says, In the future... When your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it, uh, when it crossed the Jordan, when they crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. When it, that's right. Yeah, I got confused. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. And so a moment like this, we are kind of, in a way, setting up remembrance stones or memorial stones. We take these photos, we look at these photos, or we mark these moments so that we can give thanks for the incredible provision of the Lord. Planting a church in Selwyn was a step of obedience for Carl and Ange and for all of us, just as starting Life Church was uh, in 1987 for my parents, who are unexpectedly here today. It's lovely to see you. Welcome. Um, it was a step of obedience for them and for their team over 35 years ago. And one of the promises that we believe God gave us as a church, both when we started Avonhead New Life more than 35 years ago and when we planted Life Church Selwyn, on the 9th of September, 2018, was this verse from John 15. Jesus said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. And not only can we see that fruit, or the fruit of that promise, you know, we are here as that fruit, but we also carry that in us as a promise and a command for the future that we would continue to go, as he has told us, and we would continue to bear fruit. And that is what we look forward to mm. in the future. Hey, I'm just really excited to be able to invite Emma and Julia to come up and join with us because we're going to have a bit of a chat with them uh, about the past five years mm. and the next, who knows? And just as they get sorted, which they already have, yeah. um, I'd just like to point out that, that Tim all the time tells me I'm really hard to take photos off because I just pull faces. That's why there's so many of me pulling faces. Um, it's just that I like to express myself. Um, for those of you that haven't met Julia, this is Julia. So Julia was the campus pastor when we first launched back in 2018. So that's why she is here. Make sure you say hello to her. Make her feel really welcome. Um, and Emma is our young adults pastor, which many of you will have already met before as well. Well, um, good morning, Salwyn. It's super awesome for both of us to join you this morning um, and to celebrate with you five years. Congrats. Yeah. Um, I like that Dave is like even themed his top with the balloons. Yeah, the baby balloons. <laughs> you really can't coordinate. He's totally coordinated. coordinated. I don't think he'll pop. 
<laughs> not before the pancakes anyway. That's fine. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, wh why don't we have a wee chat? Um, it seems like such a rich history um, of how the, like, God's faithfulness and planting out here in Salon yeah. and um, what's been laid down. And so, Julia, um, as they've mentioned, you, you came out to Salon and, and you were sent out. Um, why don't you share with us maybe just one of, like, the biggest challenges of, like, coming out um, during those early days? Yeah, um, I think firstly, like, even just coming here and watching this morning, I was like, oh, five, man, five years, that's a, that's a lot. I don't think I've processed enough mm. on the way out. Um, I, I think just, you know, the significance and looking and just seeing, seeing the faithfulness of, of people throughout this time and season. And I think thinking, when I was thinking back over the journey, um, you know, it's it was it was a significant step for us to do. It's like it was now it kind of you kind of look back and go, oh yeah, that's cool, that's how it worked out. But when we first <laughs> felt yeah. the call, we were like, actually, yeah. this this space this space heavy. And this, um, I rem literally remember sitting with Carla going, yeah, like we we knew that we were called to do this whether we wanted to or not, and we knew if we didn't, we were being disobedient. Yeah. And we were like, okay, right, well, <laughs> we've got to go, we've got to go in and. You know, I I think one thing that I'm just so amazed by was going well at the time it was you know single female pastor part of an awesome team, but going like you know who's who's coming with <laughs> like, um, and I think that's one of the things that people go oh man you did this I was like I didn't do this yeah. there was an amazing team that were committed to doing this and you know I look and I see so many of you still faithfully serving and even thinking back I remember our um, our M three offering at the time or our Thanksgiving faith offering. And that was the year that we had like a, a target of what we needed in order to be able to launch Selwyn. And we'd really committed to planning out the gear and all the things that we needed to be a pack and pack out service. And going, we we knew the number that we needed um, and we were gonna do it across two years because we knew that it was just gonna be kind of too much to get all at once. And I remember the offering that year and Carl came in and he, and told us what it was, and it was double yeah. what we had planned. I remember I sat there and I just, we're like, what, what? And <laughs> then I, the boys were like, whoa, that's amazing. And I just proceeded to burst into tears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because it just felt like, a, oh my gosh, like our people really believe in this. And yeah. I knew that there was sacrifice on people's hearts and in people's lives in order to be able to do that. And to be able to launch with all of the gear that we needed was just amazing. Yeah. And we often talk about that on the other side of our our obedience and our sacrifice is someone else's breakthrough and someone else's salvation. Yeah. And I, it gets me because I go, man, actually, you know, there was a price that was paid by people, you know, to leave the comfort of Levita to commit to being a part of a team. There was a financial cost. And I look five years later and see, you know, the, the breakthrough in people's lives, you know, people that testify of the healing and the encounters they've had with Jesus and, you know, all of those sorts of things. And even seeing you guys sitting here and you go, man, that's we're on the other side of obedience and sacrifice. So I don't know if that answers the question of the challenge, but I think that was probably one of the biggest things at the time. And now looking on the other side, going, wow, when we speak of God's thankfulness, you know, thank what's thank the words? Thankfulness. His faithfulness. <laughs> We're thankful for his faithfulness. Yes. Um, you know, that just, that so rings true in my heart. And yeah. I'm so thankful for, you know, those at the start that were willing to go, yeah, we don't exactly know how it's all going to work out, but we're in and we're here, and yeah. you know that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's that's so good, and like how he provided along the way is mm. is just like a testament yeah. of how good our God is. Um, in terms of highlight, what was the highlight in the early days? And Dave and Joe, yeah. if yeah. you guys also have a highlight, because yeah. um, you picked it up in twenty twenty one. 
Um, and so it's been a rough couple of years because it was like, we won't say the C word, but the COVID time. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, but anyways. Um, <laughs> but like also, like that was pretty, that was quite a journey too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you, you explained to us the different venues that you had to kind of go into and everything like that and the switching up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, in the midst of all of that, um, are there any highlights for you too? Well, I mean, I think the challenge and the highlights are almost the same thing, which yeah. is God's timing. Is yeah. was so incredible. Yeah, I've already highlighted the the, uh, the the gear. Right, it arrived on Friday. Mm. Well, it needed to arrive on Friday, but it did. Yeah. Right, and so we're the we're kind of helped. This has to arrive. It has to arrive, but it did. Yeah. Um, and you know, I look at those photos, especially when we, you know, we'd been we'd had seven Sunday mornings, and then we were back in lockdown at the end of twenty one, uh, and then we we're at home. So that's fine. We already had all the online stuff was already ready to go. Like we'd we'd done that even before twenty twenty. The, the timing of that. Uh, Adrian Dennison had been asked to buy cameras December 2019 or, or January 2020. So suddenly when we had to go into lockdown, we had just got the gear, mm. you know. Um, but then I look at the photos, especially of the high school. Like going back to the high school felt like a challenge. Yeah. But yeah. then an incredible highlight, we suddenly realized after the first couple of weeks, because we had 100 bubbles, maximum of 100, mm. we were new to the church. We didn't know everybody. And everybody had to buy tickets. And so we literally had a list of 100 names of the people who were going to be there on Sunday. And we were able to go, oh, okay, well, I know these 60. I don't know these 40. These are the ones I need to meet on Sunday. And so week after week, for whatever it was, about nine services, where we had uh, restricted numbers, but also a list of names, we actually were able to get familiar with and meet the congregation in a way that would have been impossible if we'd just gone week after week at the event center um, and yeah, so it's just incredible timing and yeah. provision all the time. Much harder, much harder for us to learn names now. So we've just learned to to be willing to say, look, I'm really sorry, I've forgotten your name. So if we say that to you, it's it's we love you. I say that to my kids all yeah, the time. Yeah, we do, <laughs> we do. I'm really sorry, I've forgotten. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah. So good, yeah. It it is a slight cheat code, so but that, it worked. It worked well. Yeah, that's it's right. really good. Um, and like yeah, in terms of thankful. What is one thing that you're thankful for over the years? I think, I mean, I, I don't even know how you stop with one. One of the things I'm so thankful for is actually how incredible you people are. Yeah. Because not a Sunday goes by where I don't hear from somebody that they were loved, that they were welcomed, that someone took the time out to meet them, um, that people were so friendly. And, I mean, it can often take several Sundays before we meet new people because you guys have already beat us to it and it's just such an incredible culture that we have where people are welcome with open arms and I'm just I'm so thankful for that um yeah yeah I th yeah I think that'd be mine as well just you know you guys are and, and I think even the initial launch team that you're you're willing to take a punt on this <laughs> and believe in it and, and commit to it and believe that God was in it and you know, there has been so much hard work. There has been so much prayer. Um, you know, just love. Yeah. And even, you know, literally blood, sweat and tears that have been poured out in order to be obedient to God. And um, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Gosh. even the photos, some of those photos from day one, Andrew was on bass, yeah. Dave was on guitar, Alex was on kids. Actually, you if know. you were on team that first Sunday, could you stand up, team. please? You if you were on team. On team, first Sunday. Look at that. Yeah. Woo! It's pretty awesome. 
And if you were here that first Sunday, could you stand up? Stand up if you were here that first Sunday. Or even part of that initial group for the first two yeah. or three weeks. <laughs> like how wow. amazing is that? Like, you know, like from that, we are where we are now. It just reminded me of a story. I remember one week we were initially staying and having to um, drive down and knock on the Humphreys' door and go, can I please have some tweezers? Because we didn't have a first aid kit. And Brendan's, um, <laughs> Brendan's earpiece, part of it had come off in his ear. And so it was like wedged in his ear canal before the service. And like the amount of like, times that we just had to go like do an SOS call to the Humphreys and be like, can you please bring this? Because we've forgotten it. So we could like... Build up our kit. We now have a first aid kit, and oh. it does have tweezers because that's not the only time that that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, like, that's amazing seeing those faces and, and seeing those people stand up. And mm. if we look at Salwyn uh, District as a whole mm. and being planted and investing um, into this community, um, uh, what are like some of the biggest uh, missional opportunities do you see um, right here in the community of Salwyn? Um, I think young people, for a start. Um, I mean, I, I know you guys that are on like Lincoln community pages and stuff like that, you'll see people complaining all the time about what young people are getting up to and the mischief and the, and the naughtiness and all that kind of stuff, or you'll just hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you, uh, yeah, you see the smoking the car as you came in? Like, yeah. I mean, our, our young people are, are in a place where they need hope and they need the hope of Christ and we are perfectly positioned to be the ones that they can introduce them to Jesus and that is such a massive opportunity that we are just so excited about what can we do what can we do now not not when we've got a building but what can we do now to make sure that those people have those kids have something to do um, but in a way that actually helps them find Jesus. I'm going to take my opportunity as well and, and do a plug. So we have the Levita Youth Trust and we are, you know, there's there's already stuff that's happening at Levita. There is stuff that's happening on QE2 and branching out into, you know, being able to meet those needs and take the reputation and all of, you know, the work that's gone in for in the previously in the Rickerton community and be able to bring that to the Salwyn community. And, you know, we're excited for what is coming but also feel a real kind of God prompting and already people asking for youth workers, and you know, just all of those sorts of things and the needs. And so can I just encourage you, one really practical thing you could do is get behind the Youth Trust fundraiser, um, going, you know, potentially who could you bring along? It's not too late, so on Wednesday night, come and be a part of it. But also globally, um, you guys have, we're taking a team to Laos in October. Yeah. You guys have got three people from your congregation yeah. that are Woo! coming and being part of it, which is, you know, that's sowing into the nations. And, um, you know, that's amazing. We've, you haven't seen it. We've got a fundraising dinner coming up as well that you can come and be a part of. Encourage you be, um, Deborah and Andrew are hosting it at their place. It's going to be an amazing meal. Yep. Um, come be part of it. So at the end of the night, simply pay what it's worth. Maybe give like a shopping voucher or something. If you can't come, you want to contribute towards it. But there's some really practical ways that you can sow both locally into the work that's going to be happening, but also from a local perspective to sow globally into yeah. lives that are going to be shifted and changed as well. Yeah. So. And uh, we see too as we, you know, five years we're maturing as a local church so things like alpha run locally things like foundations courses run locally commission courses run locally those are all coming um we really really want to see um we'd love to see a, a youth drop-in center on site at the the new land 
you know, mm. not without having to wait years to build the new building. You know, what can we do with the land that's there right now? Yeah. Uh, so we've been, we're talking about that. I was just meeting with some business owners this week who are really excited about what we might be able to do uh, for that in, in the area. So, you know. And Red Frogs too. Yeah, Emma, tell us about what's, ha what's happening with Red Frogs because yeah, that's well a massive part of what we're, we're doing out here too. Yeah, like also part of Liberty U Trust and um, relationship-wise with like the Lincoln University, um, which started also with you, Julia, um, it's just built so well. And so we have a really great relationship with like the halls of residence, um, Trev and them who are out there. Um, we do the uh, halls teams um, still in um, <laughs> going into the Lincoln University halls and, and um, spending time with the students there. Um, and so it's a really great relationship and um, for for when it comes to proximity of the building that will be built um, is, is a massive blessing because it's so close to the university yeah. students. And so with young people being bombarded with so many options to present them with a place where like actually know like this is the Jesus, this is the God in which we serve. Mm. Um, here's a safe place in the community that you're able to go um, and, and meet him and be around community. Um, that's a really cool thing. Um, and so yeah, like the proximity of where that land is, it's really awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uni, uni students need Jesus too. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, I mean. really, yeah it's, it's really great. So, um, yeah. Um, in terms of, um, you know, like the, the drop-in center and alpha, like those are some really great ways of, um, of making disciples in, in the community. Um, what are some massive kind of just like audacious, uh, big dreams or goals, Dave and Joe, that, that you see or have like weighing on your heart or you're, you're believing and praying into? Yeah. I, I think the, the biggest thing that we see is, is what is our impact going to be through the week? Mm. What is our impact day by day? Not just what are we doing on a Sunday, but when are we, uh, you know, we're, not, we're no longer visitors to Lincoln as Life Church, right? Because we, we've got the office, we've got that, you know, things are happening through the week, but where can that grow? How can that make more of an impact? Um, and, you know, we, we really do see that site as being somewhere as a hub uh, that a whole lot of ministries can be a part of that can really activate people in their faith, activate people in their mission. Um, and look, we, we would love it to be something that is a, a known feature of the, of the Lincoln and Selwyn community, that there's, it's there is Life Church or there is the building that is used for high school shows or whatever. You know, people know the building like they know La Vida and it becomes a safe space for people to come into. Um, I'm just reminded many, many years ago at a prayer meeting at La Vida, um, I got a picture of, of La Vida being like, or Life Church being like a beacon of light for the city. And I just felt like God just reminded me that's, that's us now as well. And that, that property on Springs Road, as the houses surround it, will become a massive beacon of light for this community.